Hey, everybody. We're back. Hi. How are you, Ren? It's been like, I don't know, a couple of days. At least 12 minutes. 12 whole minutes. Oops. You know, life life is rough. It, studies have shown it do indeed be like that. I, sometimes. I'm sure I've heard that said. By me. I said it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm ninety-nine uh point 100% certain uh, that uh, I've heard you say that before. So 99.100 yeah. is still 99.1. <laughs> Bite me. I mean, you're not wrong. Nom, nom, nom. Nah, so um, what are we talking about today, you asked? Before we started recording? I did ask that. You did ask that. Only the dice knows. <clears throat> Only the only the dice. Let's, Let's ask, ask the dice. dice. Let's ask the dice. Seventeen. Seventeen. You know that's a much better roll than I usually roll. <laughs> <laughs> so what's lucky number seventeen? Mythical creatures. Ooh. So. And my mind immediately goes blank on every mythical creature I've ever known. Oh no! So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and exclude cryptids, uh, from, from from the category, uh, just just because we've talked about cryptids and likely we'll talk about them again as their own special thing. But other than that, mythical creatures. Mythical creatures. Uh, so, so dragons have I, a fun <laughs> relationship with storm gods in various cultures through the world. Oh yeah. I was literally about to be like, so dragons. <laughs> How about those dragons, though? How about them dragons? <laughs> Swiggity swooty coming for that scaly booty. <laughs> he says, when there's two dragons sitting right here, it's me. I am both dragons. Oh, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> the struggle is real. The struggle of drinking. No, but yeah. Like... I forget the name of the dragon in uh, Shinto mythology, but gets smacked down by Susanoo no Mikoto, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the storm god. I'm trying to think. So dragon is a broad-ass category. It's so big. <coughs> like, so big. Like, I think... Yeah, um, so unsponsored shout out to Overly Sarcastic Productions. But it could be sponsored. But it could be. Red, blue, I love y'all. Um, We're cheap. Literally any money. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, now Red has a trope talk on just dragons. 17 minutes long, and it's wonderful. And she starts it out something to the effect of dragons. You know the ones. Big, scaly, fire-breathing, sometimes none of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, though. And so, like, in uh, Greek mythology, is Typhon a dragon? And there's room for debate. Yeah, you know, I've never really thought about it, but yeah. I'd almost call him a kaiju more than a dragon. I, I, okay, so 
I'd like to think that anything. <coughs> I like to think that any Titan is truly Titanic in scale, and therefore must be a kaiju. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, that's actually something Godzilla hasn't fought yet, is just the literal pantheons. <laughs> just an actual god. Yeah, just, uh, you know. Okay, so you you watched uh, Disney's Hercules, yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be a sin not to. Um, but, uh, so basically, the storyline of that movie, Hades is like, mm, fuck Zeus, releases the um, the, the Titans. And Zeus, uh, parading around uh, Tokyo as a human uh, fucker, is just like, oh no, the Titans are coming. What are we going to do, Japan? And Japan's like, <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. And then Godzilla just comes up, and then it's just Godzilla versus Titans. So Yep. I need, I need this in my life, Godzilla v. Kronos. You can even make like a series of movies about it. Or like a mini-series. I'll watch it, however. But yeah, Zeus Zeus does nothing, hides behind Godzilla the entire time, and is just generally a whiny little bitch. Because Godzilla has to fight all the Titans. Incidentally, <coughs> so the question of Typhon being a dragon or not, he is at odds with Zeus. Who isn't? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the first time they fight... Typhon not only defeats Zeus, but also, like, removes all of his tendons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Greek mythology was an interesting place. <laughs> and then Hermes, I think it was, finds Zeus's tendons, finds Zeus, and then restrings Zeus like the world's horniest ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun sidebar. In, uh, in... <laughs> what do we talk about that's not a sidebar? <laughs> anyway. That's a question for a later sidebar. <laughs> uh, so, in the 40k uh, mythos, there is a chaos god who is, um, all about, uh, all about excess and pleasure, um, and, uh, pain. <laughs> I'm uh, listening. Yeah, so, um... One of the more recent models uh, for at, for um, the Slanesh model line, uh, or Slanesh related, Slanesh doesn't have a model, but anyway, is a I forget exactly what the some sort some sort of daemon uh, who has this guy, and this dude's been made into a harp. Like his tendons have been ripped out. And, like, he is a literal harp, and, like, she's just playing music on his tendons. Oh, well, that's fucking frightening. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> that reminded me of that, and I just had to share. That's fair. That's an actual model you can buy and paint, if you're into that. So, if you ever needed a, uh, if you ever needed a dude that was also a harp. Yeah. For reasons. You know. But yes, yeah, so Zeus tendons, and then they he smacks him down in round two. Mm. So dragon versus storm god, and like there are several of those. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. So okay, so the dragons and breath and in, in tears of the kingdom. 
Um, so I can't so much see them fighting a storm god as much as they would make excellent storm gods themselves. Farosh is kind of a storm god in and of herself. I haven't played it. Um, I've just looked over Amy's shoulder. That's fair. Um, Farosh is lightning elemental. Ah, yeah, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. So, and like, okay, so even even just disallowing Drake's and like Worms and so on, like... Which could be dragons, depending on how you, how you view that. Yeah, like, strictly speaking, if it's got at least two legs, can fly... And has a face that looks like it could breathe fire. <laughs> Is probably dragon. So you have included wyverns. Yeah, I mean, those are traditionally very separate. But they're just little dragons. They're also... At least two legs can fly. Okay. I was trying to think of, like, what what we might consider to be a quote-unquote true dragon that might be excluded by that definition. A face that looks like it could breathe fire. Okay, so there <laughs> there are actually some statues of, like, some, um, some Asian dragons and possibly some South American dragon-ish things uh, that, like... It's very rounded, you know, they got whiskers, looks more likely to breathe a cloud out at you than it does to breathe fire, but still, I count those. Shenlong dragons and yeah, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. I mean, Quetzalcoatl is not probably going to breathe fire at you, but neither do black dragons. So... <laughs> In other words, dragon is a difficult classification yep yep but a fun one nevertheless i'm mostly giving you a hard time usually if i'm talking about unless i'm like talking about dragons from mythology if i'm talking about dragons i'm talking about what dungeons and dragons would qualify as a true dragon yeah i mean so and don't get me wrong like if any any dragon fanboys are listening to this podcast, they're very angry right now. Uh, Good. <laughs> uh, just just by virtue of, uh, of, of even re- the idea remotely of including wyverns uh, <laughs> in, in the same category as dragons. I, uh, I, I heard a guy just ran almost like it was mentioned like it was brought up but then goes on like an entire unsolicited tirade about how many things that people call dragons aren't dragons and i'm just like like broadly speaking you're you're right but that's a lot of science for a lot of wibbly wobbly badgicky wadgicky horseshit <laughs> uh you need to calm down dragons are not real creatures. Allegedly. Allegedly. It is fascinating how they're in, like, every fucking culture ever. But 
they're not real creatures. They didn't evolve like creatures do. Dragon is not a taxonomical designator. You know. <clears throat> I mean I I I would argue I would argue for archetype. Uh but but like you know there 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 is no there is no basis for a animal kingdom classification. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's it's just the way it is. If you probably get closer to like classifying I was gonna say like like actual worms. Like you probably get closer to classifying those, but eh? <laughs> aren't they just dragons? <laughs> Kinda <laughs> Oh. But yeah, like That's why I say it's not a taxonomical designator. Like yeah. Dragon, using the word dragon in a limited capacity, unless unless you're talking, like I was talking about just a minute ago, um, true dragons in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, like, unless you're talking about something specific like that, it's just not, in my opinion, it's not useful to try to limit that definition. Yeah, I mean, if you don't need a keyword, there's really no point. Is Godzilla a dragon? In a way, I would say so. I mean, has at least two legs, breathes fire, and sort of flies in the sense that he drop kicked the shit out of another kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if it's... <laughs> it is a... Powerful, vaguely reptilian entity with some sort of non-natural origin and a legendary bearing. Yeah. It's yeah. a dragon. It's a dragon. It's a dragon. Um, In but... my opinion. <laughs> they do... Uh, so, like... In the in the legendary you know monster verse, um, they have started like dropping cave drawings of Godzilla's and so on and so forth throughout, uh, kind of giving him the the multicultural like treatment. And uh, so yeah, very dragon like it is it is, and it is really interesting how practically every culture came up with a dragon. Now, I mean, you know, European dragon versus... If you use that broad definition of dragon. Yeah. That broad non-definition, I guess. Yeah. Like, European dragon versus Asian dragon might as well not even be the same. Like, like, why does it have the same name? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, but still, like, some, like, dragon-esque thing. Uh, It is odd how, how we wind up with, with it throughout culture. You know, I read a really interesting theory about the origin of griffins. Okay. Uh, so the hypothesis basically was was that it was a, a misidentified um, fossil of uh, something. I don't. I don't think it was necessarily from the. I don't know that it was from the same family as the Triceratops, but it was. It was a plated, 
a plated dinosaur of some sort. I don't remember exactly what it was called. The uh, it was pointed out that if if you looked at it, like like if you take the 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 plate bones, uh huh, and put them farther back, they kind of could, res- especially if they were fractured, you know, could resemble wing bones. Okay. And it, it's a beaked creature, so it already has the the beak of a of a you know an eagle or a bird, and and I think it had, you know, it would have had some sort of you know probably. I can't remember if it had claws or not, to be honest, but in my mind it always had, which would also explain the you know body of you know a lion. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if that's actually what happened, but it was a very interesting, very interesting explanation for the origin of a story. Of you know, a story. I mean, uh, we are talking about mythical creatures. Yeah, that is a fascinating story. Or, or the likelihood that uh, um, the Cyclops was inspired by you know something like a um, possibly like an elephant skull or something that had been divorced from its tusks uh and it just had a singular cavity in the middle of its face huh there's uh you know when when i think when people think of like you know dinosaur bones it's always like like the earliest you go back is like the 1920s you know people digging crap up in africa pre pre big wars um but people have been finding surely have been finding this stuff for ages and ages and ages. And there wasn't necessarily a science about it. They just happened upon them like, huh, that's neat. And then they, you know, told Fred about it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but... I actually know absolutely nothing about the history of paleontology as a science. I mean, it is so. I mean, it is older than what most people immediately think, but it's also it is also a relatively recent science. Um, I, I want to say, I know I'm not, I'm not even going to try to put a date to it because I I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm just kind of that's I'm pretty sure that's just a gut feeling year. I don't think I actually have read that anywhere. Um. But, uh, like, I don't know, like, if if you, te- I mean, honestly, so even, like, even modern paleontology is, or especially modern paleontology is realizing that we have been putting dinosaurs together wrong for decades. Uh, there have been, like, I don't know, six redesigns for the Spinosaurus alone uh, in the last half a decade. So, like... People just, you know, if, like, like if you're a dude and you get met, like, if you're just some dude walking around and, you know, I don't know, 500 AD, get mad at a rock, get mad and smack a rock with your, you know, with your, your, your hammer or whatever, breaks open and bam, there's a dinosaur inside. The fuck is this? Right? Is it a Durgan? <laughs> is it a Griffin? We don't know what that is. It's scary looking. Let me see if I can reassemble it. Puts it together super wrong. Wow, that is terrifying. (laughs) 
It's because you Picassoed it. <laughs> it's because you Picassoed it. And you don't know that you've Picassoed it. Right. Uh, because you don't have a basis, like a, a working basis to, you know, yeah. start mapping that. So, like, <clears throat> I don't know. There's, um, paleontology is a really interesting science in the sense that there is more of it than what I originally thought. It's just a lot of educated guesswork. Like, obviously, like, you know, most of the time we're making educated guesses as to what coloring and 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 patterns and stuff they had. Uh, I mean, there's there's been some uh, recovered um, uh, material that you you can still see the the pigment to, but but by and large it's an educated guess. But like, I never really never really hit me until a few years ago just how uh just how much guesswork is made when when putting some of the stuff together like i i i was i think it was one of the bigger maybe i think maybe been one of the sauropods that they discovered that they had put the femur in the wrong like like what they thought was a femur wasn't a femur or something like that like huh. like there was a leg bone in the wrong spot i'm like how did y'all get that wrong like like that's that's important. That's, yeah, that's different. <laughs> like how how would you mess that up? But like I don't know. It's just one of those it just 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 goes to show that uh we can we can get things wrong and come up with some really interesting uh really interesting interpretations. Yeah, absolutely. So mythical creature. Sea dragons though. I mean, not besides Godzilla. We call them dragons. They can't breathe fire. They can't fly either. They sea dragons really dragons. Like I like I was saying earlier, it depends on what you're uh, what you're allowing to be a dragon. Yep. If you're talking mythologically, I mean, honestly, kind of. If you're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, no. They're not dragons, they're monstrosities? Probably. But the real question, is Jormungandr a kaiju, a snake, or a worm? Actually, mythologically, it's a snake. It's kind of a snake. It's kind of a... It's kind of a... Is it kind of a kaiju? I'm not going to touch that because kaiju are not my realm of expertise as previously established. <laughs> I think it's actually too big to be a kaiju. It is also kind of a dragon. Kinda. Kinda. And it also has a fraught relationship with a storm god. Being the other half of a double kill between it and Thor. In Ragnarok. In all fairness, who doesn't have beef with Thor, though? <laughs> Most of the Icer, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, they... In in many respects, they can't really afford to have beef with Thor. <laughs> <laughs> he will beat them. So, not the topic of today's conversation, but... 
interestingly, so the Norse gods, by and large, like Norse, Norse pantheon is very different from most of the others in power scaling. Most of the Norse gods aren't actually all that powerful. And they're definitely nowhere near the near omnipotent <coughs> level of, like, say, the Greek gods, for instance. Thor is really their primary, their primary offensive power. Like, like if Thor is not on your side, you're, you're fucked. Like <laughs> the one, there's like one myth that where Thor being the ultimate badass is not what's going on with Thor in that myth, <laughs> but it still serves to make him look like an ultimate badass. Are you talking about the time that his hammer gets stolen? No. Okay. I'm talking about um, his and Loki's run-in with um, the trickster entity... Entity? I'm not sure what you'd call him. Anyway, his name is Utgard Loki. Mm. Which has nothing to do with Loki Loki. <laughs> but it low-key <laughs> pissed him off. Oh my god. <laughs> so so Thor and Loki stay the night in this place because they're going to this dude's house. Or this house, I guess. Mm -hmm. And they uh, they sleep in this cave. And when they get up, it wasn't a cave. It was this giant dude's fucking, um, like, satchel. Oh, no. This was a large fellow. Clearly. And I don't remember... I don't remember what was going on. And I may have my order of events mixed up, but it was basically, uh... Like, at night, sleeping... Dude was snoring really loud. Mm -hmm. And Thor couldn't sleep. So he would like take Mjolnir and like attempt to mash the fuck out of this guy's head. <laughs> and he couldn't do it. <laughs> it's revealed later that what was actually happening was uh, this guy was a super illusionist. Mm. And this guy was also Utgard Loki in disguise. Spoiler alert. It was me. Utgard Loki the whole, the whole time. time. But uh, he was misdirecting Thor's senses. And Thor was actually hitting the side of a mountain. And Thor was fucking like carving massive craters into this mountain. And dude was playing it off like, oh, you hit me in the head. Oh, what was that? A mosquito bite? But... There's a One Piece episode for this. Fucking <laughs> 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 there is. Jesus. Oh, God. Um, come on. Anyway. There's even a short backstory arc. Come on. So they get to Utgard Loki's palace house whatever wherever the fuck he lives and he's like you know you're you're yes yes you're very you're very you're you're very fascinating but why should i audience with you and so like utgard loki challenges them and 
like Loki participates in an eating contest and loses and another companion that they acquire on their adventure you know i'm pretty fast i'll race and races one of ugard loki's people and loses so if i'm not mistaken the fast kid loses his opponent is actually an embodiment of time yeah Loki loses an eating contest against an embodiment of wildfire. <laughs> you know, but this is honestly some clever storytelling. <laughs> so Thor, Thor power is scaling like, in DBZ is bullshit. Please, right? So Thor loses three contests. The first one, he's like. Okay, drinking contest. And Utgard Loki gives him the horn to drink out of. And he's like, you know, most of my things can drink the whole thing in one gulp. Some of them need two. No one is wuss enough to need three. (laughs) Thor takes three swigs and has barely lowered it. We would later find out that this horn is connected to the ocean. Oh. <laughs> and Thor's drinking caused the ocean's height, like caused sea level to drop globally. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I think the second the second test was like, it's okay. How about you? But instead of a real contest, you just pick up my cat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Why can't I pick up this cat? And so he, like, he's trying to pick up this cat. And it starts doing that thing that cats sometimes do when you pick them up. And it, like, slinks. Mm -hmm. But it just slinks endlessly. (laughs) And Thor finally lifts it, lifts part of it high enough that it has to pick one paw up Mm -hmm. off the ground. We come to learn later, this cat was Jormungandr. Yep. (laughs) The the fact that that Thor was able to make it lift up even a single paw threatened the foundations of the world. Yep. And then the last uh, contest was a wrestling match. With this, like, positively ancient old lady. (laughs) And she beat him handily. (laughs) And he's like, what the fuck is happening? And, well, she was the concept of old age. (laughs) Oh. Just the whole ass concept. Yeah. Yep. Yep. even Even the episode where Thor fails at every turn, he comes away... Like, these are the only things that can't topple him. <laughs> yup. I mean, you know. You know. And Utgard Loki was like, yeah, I was just trying to play tricks on you kids. But, uh, y'all yep. are way more powerful than even I expected. Never come back here again. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Get out of my house and never return. <laughs> Man, Loki, Loki getting 
getting the the cap on one paw. Thor. Ut- yeah. Utgard Utgar- Loki just like Mossico. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why don't you try picking up my cat? And Thor's like, what the fuck is wrong with this cat? And Utgard Loki's internally like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're gonna break the planet. You're gonna break. You're gonna break the planet. This is not what I had in mind. Man. So. Well, that was a fun sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so dragons. So dragons. <laughs> So, listen, I know one mythical creature. <laughs> what about the Minotaur, though? It's a dragon. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But what if it was, though? But what if it was? So, I think... I do want to say... So, there's, like, um... There's some sort of Warhammer model that's... Uh, like, Bull Centaur or something or other... Um... I don't... I don't really, Like, it's basically, like... Like, excuse me. Like a minotaur, but a centaur, and then also sort of a dragon. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> reasons. <laughs> you know, what you gonna do? Uh, I don't know. But, uh. So the minotaur comes from anti Minoan propaganda from Athens. What? <laughs> You mean the Greeks didn't like somebody and the Athenians wrote about it? Right? Like Athenians do. We we kind of think that's what probably happened. Because in our ancient... Like, what ancient Minoan imagery we have, we don't have a minotaur, I think. That sounds right. We have lots and lots of bull imagery, but no minotaur. And so the Athenians, who may have been, like, at the time of, at the time of the Minoan uh, civilization, of course, we can't read any of their writing. We don't have any way to translate it. It's all written in, I want to say Linear B is what we've decided to call it for the time being. I I don't know. And we have no way to translate it yet. Um, give chat GPT a week. <laughs> give chat GPT a fucking enema. Anyway. <laughs> so its latest math scores uh, <laughs> looks like it might need a hard reset. Oh, good. <sighs> like, like it's, it's pretty bad, like. Like, identifying if something's, like, a prime number, like, its accuracy is, like, well below 20% now. Oh, no. Yeah, it went from, like, nearly 90% accuracy down to, like, approaching single digits. Well, that's what happens when you train your machine learning on other people's work without their permission, and then they get mad about it, and... And they cut you off from it. From what I was reading, it was really unclear exactly why it's, why the scores changed. So, so one version. Why the scores are now so dumb? Yeah. So one version of the software, the newer version, started off like nearly ninety percent and steadily got worse. The version before it started off really bad 
and then got really good. Like, like basically, the scores were inverted. Huh. And so they they think that it's related to, like, for lack of a better explanation, for lack of a better term, they're related to some mechanical changes they've made to that, the way that it processes shit. Um, like bas- basically, they tweaked the setting somewhere, and it fucked up its math. <laughs> Welcome to IT. We made we made a change somewhere. None of these changes should have had any effect on this. And yet. Yep. Bob changed his background and now the printer doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I just changed my password this morning. I've changed my password before and it ain't broke nothing. Well. Listen. I don't know what wrong what went wrong either. So I'm just gonna uninstall your printer and reinstall it. See, now it works. Right for now. <laughs> have you tried? Have you tried restarting the server? The printer works now, allegedly. Allegedly, the printer works now, as well as printers do. So there's another mythological creature that I I really don't like. Is it a working printer? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Look, if it's a networked printer... It just, doesn't work. It's already broke. If it's a network printer, it doesn't work. But if it's an HP printer, enable SNMPV1. Mm-hmm. And it'll work more often. Just be sure you also do it in the driver. Mm. Yeah. Or it'll break harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Excuse me. And then Satan invented the devil printers. invented printers. And God was like, fuck is this shit? And the devil's like, if you can make it work, you can take it away. <laughs> Damn. And here we are today. That's what really got the devil thrown out of heaven, guys. <laughs> That's what really happened. <laughs> fuck you, John Milton. It was printers all along. <laughs> you know okay so you know how like original sin like everybody's like original sin was pride so the uh satan's like i'm gonna make something that only i can fix makes printers he couldn't fix them either (laughs) he couldn't fix them either (laughs) As Red describes in her mythology video on Utgard Loki, an orthodox display of hubris, but very well. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, So. What are we talking about? Mythical creatures, I think. You know what's unhinged? What's unhinged? Basilisks. Basilisks. Basiliskuses. 
Basilisk high. <laughs> Basiliskiskiskis. <laughs> it's just a it's a giant giant snake that hatched out of a chicken egg that was hatched by a frog. The Minotaur. Oh yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, the Minotaur is way less unhinged than <laughs> bipedal cow guy. Way less unhinged than than basilisk. His origin is fucking unhinged. I mean, according to the Athenian myth, there okay. was there was this really this really pretty cow that yep. King Minos got from uh, Poseidon, I think. Probs. This bull. And I don't know, something went wrong. I don't remember exactly what, but anyway, Minus's wife was cursed to fall in love with this bull. Yep. And so she finds the master inventor Daedalus and has her or has him make her functionally a cow suit. Yep. Anyway. Guys, fade to black. <laughs> Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that is that is that is on par, I suppose, with a chicken egg that is hatched by a frog. Uh. It's a different kind of unhinged, for sure. Yeah. You know, I actually I forgot about the cow suit. I just thought that, you know, she she just was like, hey. Garden variety bestiality. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, what's up? I forgot that she was also a furry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think, I think it's just worse. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then child is born that child's fugly we gotta put him inside a maze <laughs> and so King Minos commissioned Daedalus to uh, make him a maze you know you would think that, that after you facilitated the king's wife getting busy with you know cow uh, I like you... to think that it was more like Hey, you know, for no particular reason, could I, you know, make me a cow suit? And he's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Commission accepted, but I don't want to know. Later, Deadlo King to Deadless, did you make a cow suit for my wife? I made a cow suit that was procured <laughs> by your wife. Why? <laughs> she asked me for one. I didn't make. I didn't. I didn't make question. <laughs> no question was made here. You can accuse me of nothing. Uh, <laughs> yes, I made cow suits. There was warning label. <laughs> Not my fault if she didn't read warning label. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, this device is not intended as contraception. <laughs> I don't think she used it for contraception. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's uh, cursed. Yeah, yeah, it is. So the uh, but no giant giant snake that turns you to stone when you look in the eye. I want to know. I want to know where that story came from. Like, like giant snake. I there there are big snakes. Like I've seen some big snakes that aren't ex- currently extinct. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll have that. You know, if you got to look at um, at some of those extinct species, that's the right size. <laughs> Did it literally turn your buddy to stone, or was he just frozen in fear? Who knows? I mean, look, I'm not saying that I would stand perfectly still if I came across a snake that was the size of a bus. I'm just saying that maybe... I might hope that its sight was based on movement. <laughs> I actually know nothing about the mythological basilisk. The, uh, you know, you don't see, you don't see the basilisk in too much in the way of like, pop culture so like mostly like when you say basilisk people are either like ah those bastards from D&D or like or they say ah it's a snake from Harry Potter like those are the two responses you get now I've seen a really bad sci-fi channel movie (laughs) that featured a basilisk I don't know why I don't know why everything just becomes a Greek myth but the basilisk is very similar to the Gorgon Medusa in that looking at it turns you to stone. <laughs> and I don't know if um I don't know if these are largely like if they had very similar inspirations or you know, or what the deal was. But uh the the similarities are there. Hey. Hmm. Hey Billy. Yeah. I had a question. I don't like where this is going <laughs> already. <laughs> Is a basilisk a dragon? (laughs) (laughs) No. Basilisk is not a dragon. Okay. (laughs) Zero legs, can't fly, no fire. So? I mean, it (laughs) could be a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) You see? (laughs) No, it's not a dragon. Dragon is not a taxonomical classification. But is the basilisk a gorgon? No. The Gorgon sisters were a trio of like they were like they were their own individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their origins per se. So so hear me out though. Okay. So so you've seen Naruto, like well, like some of Naruto, like you've seen enough to see Orochimaru. Uh huh. Basilisk, slither, slither, slither. Stab basilisk. Basilisk like <clears throat> mouth opens. Gorgon sister emerges from from snake mouth. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> That's there's there's no basis for this. This is <laughs> fucking Orochimaru surprise. That's just some shit that I thought would be cool. There's no basis. <sighs> that was contrived bullshit. Look. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm gonna be real. Okay, I've not watched a single episode of Boruto. Me neither. I think I'm probably happier <laughs> for it. 
every still image that I see from the show makes me want to gouge my eyes out. That being said, if you strung them all together, made a move, I don't know. Theoretically, it could be okay, I guess. Probably not, but could be. Probably not, though. Point is, it's really fun to make fun of Boruto. <laughs> I just feel like once you have a pair of teenagers fight literal gods and win, there's just nowhere else... There are no stakes that you can't match. So their solution... Unless you start going, like, Superman route. Like, you've got this almighty character who can defeat anyone, but can he save everyone? I feel like you could take Boruto on that route. You know... So, like, I know, like I, like I said, I've not watched it, but I know a little bit. Their, their solution was to make literal God an alien and then introduce more aliens. I, I'm head out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like, everything that I've ever read about the show is just stupid. Like, like, zero redeeming qualities as far as I can find <laughs> Man. The only the only thing that I ever came across that I was like, you know what, that's actually compelling, is that Naruto caught his kid cheating during the tuning exam and had to disqualify him. And I was like, you know, that's actually legit. Nice. And that was it. <laughs> How does one cheat during the tuning exams? So... It was during it was during the practical part. So, like, you know, the written part, like... You're like, supposed you're to encouraged cheat. To cheat you're during just the... not supposed to get caught. Right. So during the like combat portion of the tuning exam, um, for so between Naruto and Boruto, I guess the Leaf Village had seen the advent of what would be the My Hero Academia equivalent of a support item, like technological ninja tool, <clears throat> tech-based ninja tools. Okay. From what I understand. And so Naruto had banned those universally in the tuning exam. Naruto, we see a handful of shit like that anyway. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, but like he had, he had banned their use universally in the tuning exam. And Boruto used one anyway and got caught about it. And Naruto was like, you, you disappointed me. You you little shit take like tears his headband off like, shit. I, I, I say tears like like the like pulls his headband off like takes his headband and That's it's just core. like you're out like you're disqualified beat it and then like i don't know boruto shoots up like 50 cc's of sasuke and goes off the rails and does some dumb shit <laughs> 50 but... cc's of <laughs> this is just like like that one bit say that on your podcast anyway (laughs) anyway anyway um yeah no uh uh, mythical creature uh, good boruto episode (laughs) (laughs) perfect (laughs) 
<laughs> oh. oh, and that ought to keep people angry for at least another week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kishimoto, you had the world in your fingertips. You had the, you had your world, you had fucking, you, you had it made, man. <laughs> right. You want to know Kishimoto's only mistake? He ended the series. <laughs> he would have just let Naruto keep going. Boruto wouldn't have happened. You know, look, <laughs> we were trying to talk about mythical creatures. I could spend, like, you could replace number 17 on your list with just me bitching about Naruto. <laughs> you know, one, 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 you know what I am. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take mythical creatures off since we talked about them. Now I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick Naruto on there. <laughs> talked about like four mythical creatures. Look. Most of them dragons. <laughs> haven't they all? Like, haven't they all ended up being dragons? Aren't minotaurs just dragons? <laughs> what? Oh what evidence do I have for this? He's always dragging that club. Oh my god! <laughs> oh lord! You heard it here first, first folks. Minotaurs are dragons. Minotaurs are dragons. So if all crustaceans, if all crustaceans eventually become crab, all mythological creatures eventually become dragons. They're not though. <laughs> like. Like, now you have the person arguing against restrictive categorizations of dragons. <laughs> against classifying something as a dragon. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. For the record, Minotaurs are not dragons. Is Cthulhu a dragon? He is not. <laughs> are you sure? I mean, I would I would come much closer to <laughs> arguing about whether or not he is a kraken. Um, okay. I think I think Cthulhu defies human comprehension to the point of um, probably shouldn't try to classify. <laughs> you know, that's probably a good idea. Like we we can't even accurately describe the shapes that this motherfucker is made of. How are we gonna how are we gonna categorize him? It's non-Euclidean geometry, Billy. It's just regular geometry on a curved surface. We we have shapes for that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's the shapes behind the shapes. They're also non-Euclidean. No, that just means they're geometry on a curved surface. Yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bite me. <laughs> nom 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 nom. The uh, it is it is really fun to read people try to make shapes sound way scarier than what they should be or what we can comprehend them as being uh-huh. and it's so there's there's an author named dan abnett he is one of the best um uh warhammer uh writers in my prof- professional quote-unquote <laughs> opinion uh you know um but there's uh uh there's a point where he attempts to describe 
the uh, um, shapes of the shapes that an elder entity creates. And um, it's uh, like, I've never done acid or shrooms, but I, f- I sort of feel like what he was describing is what it's like to do acid <laughs> and or shrooms. Uh, <laughs> like he like comes up with some, some, some trippy ways to say, you can't even imagine the shit, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I have done each of those things. Nothing I really encountered was beyond description. I mean... It was just fucked up. <laughs> Fair. <sighs> so, um, we have we have mostly talked about dragons. Yeah. Uh, for about an hour. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably gonna... I don't know. Dragon, dragon, dragon. Dragon, I'm, dragon. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave mythological creatures on here, and okay. if we roll it again, we can't talk about dragons at all, not once. Like we'll, or maybe maybe next maybe we'll just on purpose do mythological creatures again at some point. Try really hard not to talk about dragons, but every time we say the word dragon, we take a shot. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> For you to meet liquor in. <laughs> You're not ready for anybody who listens to this podcast to meet liquor in. Man. And it would happen very quickly because, as you've seen, we can't go five minutes without saying dragon. Dragon. <laughs> and that's two shots right there. Dragon, dragon. And that's, <laughs> see, and that's the thing. Episode starts, Ringe is just like, dragon, 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 and then drinks the bottle. <laughs> hey, make it, make it a bottle of Kraken, and then give me the ingredients for lasagna and stand back. I mean, I think if we're doing mythological creatures, I think we have to make it Kraken. I think it has to be Kraken. <sighs> yeah. No, 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 we, we must not, we must not. <laughs> it is written, as cannot, of now. Cannot, cannot, cannot. All right, ladies and gents, we are out of here for another week. Uh, hope you enjoyed uh, whatever we, this show was. <laughs> <laughs> it. I started to say it defies classification, but no, it doesn't. This show was also a dragon. This... <laughs> later everyone thanks for watching listening thanks for being here dragon (laughs) that's all folks